All right, it is 10 o'clock, 9.56 in the morning. It's Monday, February 8th. We have, let's see, six days till Valentine's Day. That's cool. And today we're going to learn from the Lord from Psalm 9, Proverbs 6. Oh, not Proverbs 6. We're actually going to learn from Proverbs 8. Because it's the 8th. Stop kicking me. Don't kick me. Don't kick me. I need to get something. Okay, go behind me. Let me see the guy here. And Micah chapter 2 and Acts 21. Okay, who wants to open in prayer? Thank you, God, for 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 letting me have. And then this guy's have, like, what the? Have my condition to, <laughs> to get saved. How can he fall over? Amen. No okay, idea. you guys need to pray because you're not paying attention either. Dear God, please help us listen in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. You need to do it without interrupting, Kate. Dear God, please help us be good in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Holy Spirit, I do thank you for this morning. Thank you for these kids. Thank you for my husband. God, Mondays are hard sometimes. We ask for your help. We need your help, God. We need your help. We need your focus. We need your attention. We need need to submit our will to yours, God, to make you more important than us in our hearts. God, so we do submit our will to you. You are more important than us. Your priorities matter more than I ours do. You God, you make us holy. You make us acceptable in your sight. You bring strength to weakness. And you bring light to darkness. Amen. Micah, if I have to remind you more than once to sit and pay attention, it's not going to be good for you. Sit and pay attention here, sweetie. What the? I have to figure out how to do split screen in this. Oh. I feel like at one point I knew how. But let's go to Proverbs 8. I mean, to Psalms. Mom, I made a sofa. Oh, cool. Psalms 9. You guys repeat after me. I will praise you, Lord, with all my heart. I will tell of the marvelous things you have done. I will be filled with joy. Because of, you. because of you. I will sing praises to your name. I will sing praises to your name. I will sing praises to your name. Oh most high. Oh most high. My enemies retreated. Retreated. They staggered and died when you appeared. For you have judged in my favor. From your throne, you have judged. 
judge. With fairness. With fairness. Pew, pew, pew. You have rebuked the nations. You have rebuked the nations. Pew, pew, pew. pew. The nations. And destroyed the wicked. Destroyed the wicked. Pew, pew, pew. Destroyed the wicked. Not on glass. Not on glass. You have erased their names. You have erased the names. Forever. Forever. Pew, pew, pew. Okay. Yeah. The enemy is finished. The enemy is finished. The enemy is finished. The enemy is finished. In endless ruins. In endless ruins. The cities you uprooted. Wait till I'm done, Micah. Are now forgotten. But the Lord reigns forever. Executing judgment from his throne. Please don't kick the table. He will judge the world with justice. He will judge the world with justice. Okay. He will judge, right? And rule the nations with fairness. The Lord is a shelter for the oppressed. A refuge in times in trouble. In times of trouble. Good. Those who know your name. Those who know your name. Trust in you. For you, O Lord. What did I ask you before, Micah? Don't interrupt me. Do not abandon those who search for you. Come on, Kate, you're doing good. Do not abandon those who search for you. Good. Sing praises to the Lord. Who reigns in Jerusalem? Tell the world about his unforgettable deeds. For he who avenges murder cares for the helpless. He does not ignore the cries of those who suffer. Lord, have mercy on me. See how my enemies torment me. Snatch me back from the jaws of death. So you, so, oh, save me. So I can praise you publicly. At Jerusalem's gates. 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 So I can rejoice. But, hello. So I can rejoice that you have rescued me. That you have rescued me. That you have rescued me. You boys are doing great now. You boys are doing great though. The nations The nations have fallen. The nations have fallen into the pit. Into the pit. Into the pit. They dug for themselves for others. Sorry, they dug for others. They dug for others. Their you mean dug for others for food? 
like and they set almost... a they set a trap for other people, and then they fall into it. <laughs> and then they their own feet. This says their own feet. That's like their own poo. feet. He did the trap for a hell of a lump, and then he fell into it when he was looking for small. Their own feet. Mm-hmm. Repeat after me. Fourth time. Their own feet. Their own feet. Have been caught. Have been caught. In the trap they set. The trap they set. The Lord is known for his justice. The Lord is known for his justice. The wicked are trapped by their own deeds. Okay, now I want you to just um, close your eyes for a minute. Quietly. Close your eyes for a minute. And I want you to imagine the Holy Spirit's hand. Close your eyes, Cade. Imagine the Holy Spirit's hand come down to put on your head. He's a gentle father. Imagine a blue sky. Stop playing toys for a second. Take a deep breath in. I accidentally hurt my shoulder when I landed at the door. Sorry, Micah. Out. Breathe deep in. Breathe out. Now tell me when you can see in your heart the Holy Spirit's hand on your head. All I feel is pain because I crashed onto this seatbelt. Well, you're trying to see in your heart right now. So just see in your heart. You might just have a feeling of peace come over you. Or you might be able to see the Holy Spirit's hand on your head. Can you imagine it? I don't feel anything. I don't feel anger. I don't feel like I'm... Close your eyes. I feel like I'm... Do you feel some peace? Some calmness? All I can think about is me getting deserted. Close your eyes. Breathe in. Breathe out. Getting deserted by who? Micah, I don't want to perpetuate a neg- that negative thought. Let's think of the Holy Spirit's it's not hand. A negative thought. On your head. Are you listening? I think I do feel peace. Okay. Now I want you to imagine bad guys around you. I feel like I'm in pieces. And then all of a sudden you see the sword in your hand. You gotta sit there, Cade. (laughs) Sit down. Imagine the sword in your hand. Close your eyes. You gotta close your eyes and make your heart quiet. Okay? Close your eyes, Micah. Wait. Can you see? Cade, I don't want to tell you again. Sit in your seat now. Can I just show you what I see? After. Close your eyes. Imagine the sword in your hand. Do you see enemies around you? No, I see a pillow. Ellen. You gotta keep your eyes shut. Is a pillow an enemy? And the Holy Spirit takes your hand with the sword in it. And he spins you around and all your enemies fall. Can you see that? Yeah. Can you see it, Micah? But this is what I see. 
Now I want you to tell me. No, you're not going to play with a knife. Nope. I'm not. I don't want you to swing even showing me. Just pretend. Do this and that can be your sword. Your finger. A spoon? Mm-mm. So use your finger. Sword's really tiny where I can't see it. Now I want you to tell me what enemies did the Holy Spirit kill for you? Which enemies? <laughs> Can you guys try to tell me what enemies did the Holy Spirit kill for you? One thousand demons. Demons? Okay. Do they have names? Orcs. Orcs? No, nah, not orcs. Do you know what an orc is? What demons did Basically, he kill? Basically, all their names was... Maybe you need to be older. Cat names. Cat names? Yeah, oh. I know. That's Micah, really weird. Did he, did the enemies fall for you? Well, I also did hear a crash. Okay, good. In my Mom. head. Oh, I, pretty. I heard a crash. Hang on. I heard a crash and then a... I want the pink. I you can't a, do crayons in your room. I heard a... Crash and bang. I, yeah. I want to come in my room. Okay. Like, was like, yeah! What so, enemies fell? Go behind me. Go behind me. By the sound of it. it... Huh? Do enemies scream like this? You don't know which names? This is the last time I'm asking you because I need to move on. Okay. How do enemies scream? All right. Scream? Now listen. Okay, just. I just heard an enemy scream. Good. And the crash. Thank you, Jesus. Of class. Now listen what this Bible says. Ready? Like God has broken the heart of an enemy. Praise God. Like I saw a heart glass. Yeah. That was, and then I saw a hammer, and then I was like, what? And then I saw, saw another picture. Oh, what the hammer did this? Just pretend that was a heart. Mm-hmm. Look. Crash. Wow. And then the enemy was like. Fell down? Yeah. Okay, so listen. The wicked, this is verse 17. Listen about what happens when God fights for you. The wicked will go down to the grave. This is the fate of all the nations who ignore God. But the needy will not be ignored forever. The hopes of the poor will not always be crushed. Arise, O Lord, do not let mere mortals defy you. Judge the nations. Make them tremble in fear, O Lord. Let all the nations know they are merely human. Now I want you to close your eyes again. And imagine you're standing in the courtroom of heaven. Not in your mouth, Hope. Close your eyes. Imagine you're in front of God in the courtroom of heaven. And I want you to imagine yourself get on your knees in front of God. Pick that crayon up. Puppy can't eat that crayon. Okay. Okay. Now I want you to imagine yourself bowing before God. Okay. And thank him. Thank him for his help for you. Because he crushes all your enemies. Amen. Satan died yet. Uh, his time has not yet come. One, wait, in the end of the world is he gonna die? 
Can you do me a favor? Can you hand me this pink cup, please? He's a spirit. Hey, I'll get that. We are signed it. The only thing that can kill a spirit is the spirit of God. Got it. But God has not killed him but yet, but why hasn't he killed him? I mean, he's the best person ever. I got it. He's not a person. Okay. He's not a person, Kate. When did she have that? I don't know, but... A She's quickly ruining all of these twistables. I mean, she has ruined all of these. Are oh, all but dead. You can't do the twisty thingies. They're all dead. You're breaking them. Come sit here, both of you boys. Come on. Thank you. Gonna now you're going to learn from Acts 21. Scoot in, kid. Stop, Micah. Scoot all the way in, baby. Micah, I told you to sit, please. You're going to hear about Paul's journey to Jerusalem, what happens when he gets there, uh, how he got arrested again, and then how God deals with that um, that unfairness of him being arrested. Holy Spirit, I do ask that you would transfer this information into our spirits, us and any listeners. I ask that we would be blessed by the reading of your word. Help us really learn it. By your supernatural translation into us. I think God is better than, well, I think God is better than God. God, God is God. Doesn't doesn't make sense be because than God, because God is the best thing in the because world. Because God is God and God is If God, God is better than God, that means God is better than God, which is better than God, which means he's super better than I just does not make sense. I want you both is to listen. I'm going to be asking you questions and see if you can answer them. After saying farewell to the Ephesian elders, we sailed straight to the island of Kaz. The next day we reached Rhodes and then went to Patara. These are islands. It's the island of Oz. Oz? You've heard of Rhodes. A lame pun on the Wizard of Oz. Thank you, sweetie. Now my hands out, Daddy. Oh, you're going to wash them with soap. The next day, listen, we reached Rhodes and then went to Patara. There we boarded a ship sailing for, for Phoenicia. Soap. Use the spray soap. Right here, the blue. The blue. Hope it's the spray bottle right in front of you in the sink. Yes. Yes. I couldn't get it on Ow! please help her get the water on. There we boarded a ship sailing for Phoenicia. We sighted. Micah's going to help you. We sighted the island of Cyprus, passing it on our left. And landed... Paul is talking. We sighted the island of Cyprus, passing it on our left, and landed at the harbor of Tyre in Syria. 
Thank you, Micah. Where the ship was to unload its cargo. We went ashore, found the local believers. These are Greeks and stayed with them a week. These believers prophesied through the Holy Spirit that Paul should not go to Jerusalem. Then we returned to the ship at the end of the week. The entire congregation, including women and children, left the city and came down to the shore. There we knelt and prayed and said our farewells. Then we went aboard and we returned home. I, I don't think I've ever heard this in first person, but apparently it is. Heaven. Yeah. We continued our this voyage from is. Tyre. This is heaven right now. Wow. But I'm still and landed at what? Ptolemais, what? where we greeted the brothers and sisters and stayed with them for a day. Micah, can you see if your Bible is here? Leaving the next day, we reached Caesarea. Yeah, Caesarea. Thank you. I want to see it in this one and see if it's the same. And stayed at the house. Dad, what is this yeah. Micah stuff. stuff. Dad. Wow. Dad. What is this Maybe the battery's low. The black button, Dad. What is the black button, my pill? What is the outlet? Maybe it's because the cable got wet. Can I have some of this? No, it has iron in it. Sorry. You need to have like this or this. Your strength's right in front of you. I think that doesn't have iron. Yeah, because you don't get extra iron. What was the thing I gave you last? What was the thing you gave me? Sorry, Papa. And you cannot eat that. Daddy might have put electrolytes in your drink. We continued our voyage from Tyre and landed at Tulemais where we greeted the brothers and sisters and stayed with them for a day. Don't bang the window. Hope. Hope. Don't bang the window. It could break. And then, Leaving the next day, we reached Caesarea and reached and stayed at the house of Philip, the evangelist, one of the seven. He had four unmarried daughters who prophesied. So many people prophesied. After we had been there a number of days, a prophet named Agabus came down from Judea. Coming over to us, he took Paul's belt. I'm sorry to interrupt you. I just, just want to say that outside outlets are hooked up to that ground fault interrupter, that, that switch, the red and black one. Just so everyone knows. Like if anybody's ever outside, if it doesn't work, you probably have to push reset on that one. Did it fix? Yeah, it's, it's oh, wow. Okay. All right. What is happening with um, Jubilee and Stinky? Oh. Okay. Don't bug the dog. After we had been there a number of days, a prophet named Agabus came down from Judea. Coming over to us, he took Paul's belt, tied his own hands and feet with it, and said, The Holy Spirit says, In this way, the Jewish leaders in Jerusalem will bind the owner of this belt and will hand him over to the Gentiles. Who's he talking about? Paul. Yes. When we heard, when we heard this, Paul. we and the people there pleaded with Paul not to go to Jerusalem. Then Paul answered, Why are you weeping and breaking my heart? I'm not only to be bound, but also to die 
in Jerusalem for the name of the Lord Jesus. When he would not be dissuaded, we gave up and said, The Lord's will be done. So do you think Paul knew what would happen to him? He would die. Do you think he knew it? Yeah. Cade, I didn't give you permission to leave. Sit down at the table. Thank you. Don't squeak when we're doing a reading, please. Okay. After this, we started on our way up to Jerusalem. Some of the disciples from Caesarea accompanied us and brought us to the home of Nason. Micah, stop making wind. Where we were to stay. Thank you. He was a man from Cyprus and one of the early disciples. Okay, now you're going to hear about Paul going to Jerusalem. And what do you know is going to happen here? Die. Paul's going to get persecuted again. When we arrived at is Jerusalem, we'll see. The brothers and sisters received us warmly. The next day, Paul and the rest of us went to see James. Soon. And all the elders were present. Paul greeted them. It's not snack time. I'm so hungry, too. In eight minutes, it's snack time. And actually, we're going to wait until I'm done reading. Paul greeted them and reported in detail what God had done among the Gentiles through his ministry. If you interrupt the reading, I'm going to make snack time longer away. So be quiet and be patient. When they heard this, they praised God. Then they said to Paul, you see, brother, how many thousands of Jews have believed, and all of them are zealous for the law. Micah, why do I have to tell you not to do that? Sorry. They have been informed that you teach all the Jews who live among the Gentiles to turn away from Moses, telling them not to circumcise their children or live according to our customs. What shall we do? They will certainly hear that you have come, so do what we tell you. There are four men with us who have made a vow. Take these men, join in their purification rites, and pay their expenses so that they can have their heads shaved. They want Paul to pay. Then everyone will know there is no truth in these reports about you, but the, you yourself are living in obedience to the law. As for the Gentile believers, we have written to them our decision that they should abstain from food, sacrifice to idols, from blood, like not eating blood, right? from the meat of strangled animals and from sexual immorality. Just don't eat blood in general. That's horrible. The next day, well, also, if you choke an animal, you shouldn't eat it, right? In that culture? Mm -hmm. Well, and, and in our culture now. The next day, Paul took the men and purified himself along with them. Then he went to the temple to give notice of the date when the days of purification would end and the offering would be made for each of them. So he was going to make an offering for these men. But now, here's what's going to happen. Paul is going to be arrested. When the seven days were nearly over... You'll, you'll hear it. Not yet. This is the only thing we're doing right now. Patience. Take a deep breath. When the seven days were nearly over, some Jews from the province of Asia saw Paul at the temple. They stirred up the whole crowd and seized him, shouting, Fellow Israelites, help us! 
This is the man who teaches everyone everywhere against our people and our law and this place. And besides, he has brought Greeks into the temple and defiled this holy place. They had previously seen Trifimus and the Ephesian in the city with Paul. He assumed, and assumed, they assumed that Paul had brought him into the temple, but they didn't know, right? They just assumed. The whole city was aroused, and the people came running from all directions. Do you know what this is called? A riot. A mob, and a, yeah, this is a mob. A riot mob. But it's not a creeper kind of mob. Seizing Paul, they dragged him from the temple, and immediately the gates were shut. While they were trying to kill him, news reached the commander of the Roman troops that the whole city of Jerusalem was in an uproar. He at once took some officers and soldiers and ran down into the crowd. When the rioters saw the commander and his soldiers, they stopped beating Paul. So you're right. But they stopped beating Paul when they saw the commander. Why? The, well, because the commander's the guy in charge. So, so he can, like, literally, okay, so you're going to get killed. Bam! Well, here's what he did. In verse 33, the commander came up and arrested him, meaning Paul, mm-hmm. and ordered him to be bound with two chains. Then he asked who he was and what he had done. Some in the crowd shouted one thing and some another. And since the commander could not get at the truth because of the uproar, he ordered that Paul be taken into the barracks. When Paul reached the steps, the violence of the mob was so great, he had to be carried by the soldiers. The crowd that followed kept shouting, get rid of him. There's so much hate in that mob towards Paul, but it's really towards Jesus. Stop scraping the table. I'm here shaking my head at you. No, and you're not. No. I thought you were saying no, they were angry Jesus. So here, Paul's going to speak to the crowd. Verse 37, as the soldiers were about to take Paul into the barracks, he asked the commander, may I say something to you? Do you speak Greek? He replied, aren't you the Egyptian who started a revolt? Oh, give to mommy good and led 4,000 terrorists out into the wilderness some time ago. Thank you. Paul answered, I am a Jew from Tarsus in Sicilia, a citizen of no ordinary city. Please let me speak. I'm reading the Bible, so you need to be quiet. But thank you for bringing that to me. You don't touch that. Don't ever touch that. Okay? Is this for kids to touch? No, good. So Paul answered, I am a Jew from Tarsus in Cilicia, a citizen of no ordinary city. Let me speak to the people. After receiving the commander's permission, so the commander said yes to Paul, right? And Paul, really, what was he doing? Was he making a respectful appeal? Yeah. He made a respectful appeal. Paul stood on the steps and motioned to the crowd. And when they were all silent, he said to them in Aramaic, or maybe Hebrew, he started speaking to the crowd. But you're going to have to wait until tomorrow to hear what he says. Oh, darn! He's going to tell the crowd something important. Please stop scraping the table. He's drifting, Mom. Okay. All right. Yesterday you learned about... No, Friday you learned about the hard beginning of Micah chapter 1. Now you're going to learn about 
Micah chapter 2, and the difference between human plans and God's plans. Woe to those who plan iniquity, to those who plot evil in their beds. At morning's light they carry it out because it is in their power to do it. They covet fields and seize them and houses and take them. They defraud people in their homes. They rob them of their inheritance. Hey, Micah, I didn't give you permission to leave. Therefore, the Lord says, I am planning. She's four years old. Therefore, the Lord says, I am planning disaster against this people from which you cannot save yourselves. You will no longer walk proudly, for it will be a time of calamity. In that day, people will ridicule you. They will taunt you with this mournful song. Here's the song. We are utterly ruined. My people's possession is divided up. He takes it from me. He assigns our fields to traitors. Therefore, you will have no one in the assembly of the Lord to divide the land by lot. This is for false prophets, this little bit. Do not prophesy, their prophets say. Do not prophesy about these things. Disgrace will not overtake us. You descendants of Jacob, should it be said, does the Lord become impatient? Does he do such things? Not my words. Do not my words do good to the one whose ways are upright? Lately my people have risen up like an enemy. You strip off the rich robe from those who pass by without a care like men returning from battle. You drive the women of my people from their pleasant homes. You take away my blessing from their children forever. Get up and go away. For this is not your resting place, because it is, it is defiled, it is ruined beyond all remedy. If a liar and deceiver comes and says, I will prophesy for you plenty of wine and beer, that would be just the prophet for this people. But here's how God is going to promise deliverance in verse 12. 12. I will surely gather all of you, Jacob. I will surely bring back together the remnant of Israel. I will bring them together like sheep in a pen, like a flock in its pasture. The place will throng with people. The one who breaks open the way will go up before them. They will break through the gate and go out. Their king will pass through before them, the Lord at their head. I do love that. Um, Micah 2, 13. It is not ice cream time. Not right now. But what about me kicking hope in the face? If you kick hope in the face today, you're not having ice cream today. Ever. Did I say ever? Today. Today. So don't kick her in the face again. <laughs> Wisdom's call. Mama? Proverbs verse 8. What are you doing? Trying to get the clock. Hit 1031. Now, that's good. Now press start. Start. Yeah, there you go. Or press start. kitchen timer. Kitchen timer. There you go. 10.31. Oh, Proverbs 8. Pay attention. This is the last thing. Wisdom's call. Does not wisdom call out? Does not understanding raise her voice? At the highest point along the way. What did I tell you before? I said, wait with patience, right? It's We're almost there. No, it's over. It's past 10.30. At the highest point along the way, where the paths meet, she takes her stand. Beside the gate leading into the city, at the entrance, she cries aloud. 
To you, O people, I call out. I raise my voice to all mankind. You who are simple, gain prudence. You who are foolish, set your hearts on it. Listen, for I have trustworthy things to say. I open my lips to speak what is true. My mouth speaks what is true, for my lips detest wickedness. All the words of my mouth are just. None of them is crooked or perverse to the discerning. All of them are right. They are upright to those who have found knowledge. Choose my instruction instead of silver, knowledge rather than choice gold. For wisdom is more precious than rubies, and nothing you desire can compare with her. Quiet, Micah. I, wisdom, dwell together with prudence. I possess knowledge and discretion. To fear the Lord is to hate evil. I hate pride and arrogance, evil behavior, and perverse speech. You know what? The baby's too big for you to be on my lap at this table. Counsel and sound judgment are mine. Why don't you come sit next to me? I have insight. I have power. By me, kings reign and rulers issue decrees that are just. By me, princes govern and nobles all who rule on the earth. I love those who love me and those who seek me find honor. With me are riches and honor, enduring wealth and prosperity. My fruit is better than fine gold. What I yield surpasses choice silver. I walk in the ways of righteousness along the paths of justice, bestowing a rich inheritance on those who love me and making their treasures full. Kate, you need to make your mouth quiet. Or is that Micah? Micah, make your mouth quiet. Good job, Kate, being quiet. The Lord brought me forth as the first of his works before his deeds of old. I was formed long ages ago at the very beginning when the world came to be. When there were no watery depths, I was given birth. When there were no springs overflowing with water before the mountains were settled in place, before the hills, I was given birth. Before he made the world or its fields or any of the dust of the earth, I was there when he set the heavens in place, when he marked out the horizon on the face of the deep, when he established the clouds above and fixed securely the fountains of the deep. Cade quiet. When he gave the sea its boundary so the waters would not overstep his command, when he marked out the foundations of the earth, then I was constantly at his side. I was filled with delight day after day, rejoicing always in his presence, rejoicing in his whole world and delighting in mankind. Now then, my children, listen to me. Blessed are those who keep my ways. Listen to my instruction. Almost done. And be wise. Do not disregard it. Blessed are those who listen to me, watching daily at my doors, waiting at my doorway. For those who find me, find life and receive favor from the Lord. But those who fail to find me harm themselves. All who hate me love death. All who hate who love death? All who hate who love death. All who hate who? Who is she talking about? All who hate who love death. Who's talking here? God. Wisdom. Wisdom in this book is talking. The spirit of God is the spirit of wisdom. Do you think the spirit of God can talk? Uh, yeah. Yes. He is a wisdom. He is. He is.